listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Phil, do not go in the bathroom. Al, just calm down. Phil, there is a tiger in the bathroom. What's going on? There's a jungle cat in the bathroom. Okay, okay. I'll check it out. Go, 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 Be careful. Don't, don't. Oh, see, holy see. fuck. He's not kidding. There's a tiger in there. No, there isn't. Yeah. It's bitch. Gigantic. You okay, buddy? No, I am in so much pain right now. God damn. Look at this place. I know. Phil, they have my credit card downstairs. I'm so screwed. I mean, how the hell does a tiger get in the bathroom? He almost killed me. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird I have to ask twice. Pants at a time like this, I don't have any. La, 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 wait till I get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. Told God I'll be back in a second Man, it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given, much is tested Get arrested, guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do, act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V My mama couldn't get through to me The drama, people suing me I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Recording in progress. Alright. I gotta look up cameos also, by the way. I just did that. Okay, so we're going live on all streaming platforms. Got it. All of them? All of them. Every single one. Every single one that exists. Periscope? <laughs> Actually, not Periscope, because for some reason this thing doesn't let me go on Periscope. But we... <laughs> Marco Polo? <laughs> Marco Polo. Holy Marco shit. Marco Polo. Uh, do we know what episode? 84? Wow. Is this 84? Sure. I think so. Is it? Something uh, like that. Yes. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this a long time. <laughs> I had somebody... Um, yes. This is 84. This is 84. 84. I had somebody go, <laughs> I had somebody at work go, wait, you have a podcast? How long have you done that? I was like, oh shit, nearly two years. <laughs> I would just genuinely be like, no, I don't. I. That's a different Royden. No. It happens, mm-hmm. it happens to me all the time. It's like, oh, I've been doing this for a while, actually. It's not a, it's not been a short amount of time, but it's all right. We They trickle in one by one. We'll take them. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We're going to get just... this Mountain Dew money and we're going to go to the moon. You keep saying that they haven't responded to one of our tweets. <laughs> okay, not we one. Pick a better soda to sponsor us. Mountain Dew is horse will. It's awful. That's, That's the reason. Sponsor you because yeah. you're horse will. <laughs> That's <laughs> the reason they're gonna go back and listen to our <laughs> listen to our podcast where you literally called it poison. Like they're not. Hey, yeah. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Can you please set us up with Sprite, a respectable uh, beverage? We would love to be sponsored by. Yeah, we're taking our talent to the Coca-Cola company. We're going to the Coca-Cola company now. They're going to call you in the Mountain Dew. They're going to call you in the Mountain Dew Incorporated and hand you a transcript of your podcast. 
What do you think about? What do you think about this? You know, heard of the One Take podcast? <laughs> also, I, we cannot be sponsored by Mountain Dew Rice because that stuff, I'm sure, is giving people cancer, including Dex, who drinks those. I can't even drink it anymore because I started taking Adderall, and like my heart will like burst if I like, added a Mountain Dew Rice into the mix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but like that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you now if you, you drank a Mountain Dew sounds. Rice on this pod, if you drank one before a pod and then took Adderall. And then we just let you talk for thirty-five minutes. I would tune into that. I would. I would watch that. No, let him. Let him go. Let him... <laughs> You'd be seeing sounds and tasting colors. Yeah, for sure. You know, just like give me a Florence Pugh movie and just let me rant. For <laughs> you can hear animals being born from a thousand miles away. <laughs> I'm the new brother nature. <laughs> Adderall thoughts with Dex. All right. You guys uh... ever seen? <laughs> Man, have you heard about this movie? It's great. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna do the hashtag for support with people. <laughs> uh, all right, three, two, one. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode eighty-four. That's gonna be all be in our cold open, by the way. Uh, this week we were doing the Hangover, but we are joined for another Todd Phillips banger. That's all we're just, we're just gonna have you come on and do Todd Phillips movies. You have brought me. Holy oh, shit, we have done that. Yeah. So whenever, wait, have y'all done? Have y'all done Joker yet? The third, no, the movie the, stinks. The Todd Phillips trilogy. We're gonna refuse to actually <laughs> do say, Joker. Have me back on I'm, gonna, I'm going to defend my son Arthur Fleck until I die. <laughs> I, you know what? Eventually, we will have to do that movie. We had a diatribe about it on like our very first podcast, and we brought it up in like 18 podcasts since. <laughs> so we will eventually have to do that movie just because of how much I think Dex and I hate that movie. Do we have to, though? Because I, I mean, I don't hate it as much as y'all, but I damn sure don't need to watch it again. I don't need to watch it again. Uh, it's Dex art. hates it. He hates it. I despise that movie. It's I think, just not good. <laughs> I, I think it is. it has the worst messaging like, of any. Okay. Why don't we just like, cut out the middle man and just do Taxi Driver instead? That's actually a good movie. I've actually never seen Taxi Driver. I was tweeting about it's it. The same, it's the same movie, except for it's not a comic book movie. But all this matter is clowns. exactly the same. Or King okay, of Comedy. I mean, are there clowns? Or King of Comedy. I, I don't think there are clowns in Taxi Driver from the brief. Well, there are no I've clowns seen. in Taxi Driver. No. <laughs> the last movie we had Derek on for, we're joined by Derek Foltz. Uh, the last, uh, from Start of the Plot, the last movie we had Derek on for was um, Project, Project X. X. Project and X. And this movie is significantly better. We're doing the hangover. Yes. This movie is significantly better than, than Project X. This movie is actually a movie and not just a bunch of random people just getting drunk. This is, in fact, a movie. We checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I looked up in the dictionary uh, the definition of movie, and it just said, see the hangover. And I was like, all right. Mm, that's not the first one. This is the, <laughs> Spielberg would be like, hey, have you seen the hangover film? <laughs> Scorsese. Cinema. <laughs> Not a theme park ride. Poetic this shit is an emotional <laughs> experience that yeah, teaches Denis us something. Denis Villeneuve comes out of nowhere and he's like, actually, The Hangover? <laughs> Denis Villeneuve, you have to see this in theaters. In IMAX. IMAX. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek, how we doing, though? Glad to have you back on. Good. Uh, I'm very, very sleepy. Uh, so either you're going to get, like, sleep-deprived, like, late-night hours, Derek, or... Um, I'm just going to fall asleep in the middle of this. So we'll see how it goes. 
teach molding young minds and talking about the hangover two things that go hand in hand being a cult leader is so hard <laughs> <laughs> all right anybody dex you've had a week we're already we're already drinking on this we get sleep deprived Derek in in drinking decks and so this is gonna be <laughs> yeah this is gonna yeah. be a banger <laughs> the second drink of the night and i've got a couple more like just Swag. sitting here ready to go in a minute it's it's been a time this week nothing happened and that's part of the problem <laughs> that nothing happened <laughs> but you know we're here you ever, suffered, you ever suffered through an uneventful week yeah, every week what is happening of my Nothing. life wow i watched squid game and i was like damn life is hard that sucks man that show is not easy to watch <laughs> Ooh, I, I, I got 27 minutes left in that show and i just don't want to oh. dive back in I have, how much violence they, I, nine decks like right, I, I have nine hours left yeah <laughs> that's the thing too people were like oh have we binged watch squid game well, one on, night in what, what? <laughs> it's nine How hours of content nine hours of that nine hours of extreme levels murder of that. no i can't i can't and nine hours of reading on top of that because it's in korean <laughs> i don't have it bro there's not enough adderall in the world it's not happening i'm sorry <laughs> is that why you started taking so you can watch squid game so i could read read tv shows for yeah. nine hours <laughs> so you could look at good screen to read instead of bad screen <laughs> to read all right uh so we are doing the hangover let's get right at, well 15 minutes in let's get right into it the hangover uh came out in 2009 goodness Movie's 12 it, years old. It feels old. like it. It really yeah. does. It feels like uh, it. Yeah. yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, guys, this is rated R. Huh? Wow. Yeah. No, no. Uh, you can find this on HBO Max, by the way. Um, it is. Sorry, let me mute my messages. I'm all of a sudden getting a thousand messages. I messages. find it hard to believe they didn't squeeze any boobs in the movie if they were going to get it rated R anyway. I find that that's a really no, weird decision. They did at the end. Oh yeah! yeah oh, yeah. And that's it. that is part of the movie. Um, all the like butts and dicks in the actual and I, movie. And I think you see you see a you see a Heather Graham boob when she's feeding the baby too. Yeah, she she starts breastfeeding. Um, hour and forty minutes long. This movie is a breeze. To be honest, it goes. Uh, they don't really waste any time. All the exposition is very pretty much done at the very end of the movie with the. Uh, slideshow but it has a 7.7 on imdb it has a 73 meta score it was uh three buddies wake up from a bachelor party in las vegas with no memory of the previous night and the bachelor missing they make their way around the city in order to find their friend before his wedding uh written by or no directed by todd phillips not written by todd phillips and you can tell because it's good writing uh written by john <laughs> lucas and scott moore stars Zach, it, this started Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper, which is actually kind of shocking when you think about where Bradley Cooper is in his career now. All these other guys, like, okay, but like Bradley this Cooper is, has like nine Oscar nominations. This is what like Ed Helms does, or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's always the same guy in every movie. And then Bradley Cooper, it's like, yeah, that's Jackson Maine. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, Zach Galifianakis, Justin Bartha, 
which he got shafted in this. He's just not in this movie. Is he the straight lace guy? Is he, is he the guy? He's, Doug. he's Doug. Yeah, he's Doug. He's the one that's going to get married. Uh, Ed Helms. This also kind of was the peak of Ed Helms as well, too. He was filming this in the office at the same time. Uh, Heather Graham, Jeffrey Tambor, and uh, Ken Jong and Mike Tyson. Also, Mike Epps. Yeah, shout out to the mics. Rob Riggle makes an appearance in this movie. Brian Callen, Matt Walsh always shows up in Todd Phillips movies. Um, this was a hit, man. This was the com- this was the comedy hit. Uh, $35 million budget. And this was what Todd Phillips was kind of known to do before uh, making bad superhero movies, super villain it only, movies. It only cost $35 million to $35 make. $35 million to make. 400, nearly $470 million at the box office um for a hard r comedy has a 78 percent uh critic score on rotten tomatoes 84 percent audience score with a clever script and hilarious interplay among the cast the hangover nails just the right tone of raunchy humor and the non-stop laughs overshadow any flaw uh, but yeah it's uh, <laughs> I need y'all to understand who are listening on the podcast the face Derek just made. <laughs> that was a wild sentence I just heard. That's a Derek bold claim. Was stunned. <laughs> I have never been gobsmacked by a, by a Rotten Tomatoes review before. Overcomes any flaw. I, I do any say flaw. that is that is a bold statement to say. Um, I love this movie. Derek, yeah, let's, I mean, we'll start with the guests. Go ahead, give it a review, give it a letter. Okay, grade. all right. Uh, so I have to be uh, in the spirit of honesty and transparency with my brothers here on One Take Pod. Um, I did not finish this movie. How uh, dare I, you? No. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you don't have to. I, I had like 30 minutes left. Um, I started it while I was getting my hair done today. So it was just like. Looking like, clean though. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Wait, I, I you've like, seen the ending before, right? That, like you didn't finish it today, but you've seen the ending, right? I've never seen, I've never seen this movie. Whoa. Oh, okay. Surprise. That is a problem. That is a problem. Cause the ending okay. is kind of. Okay. I will, I will go back and watch it and then I'll come back on the live stream. Let me go, <laughs> well, I'm let me sure go you'll be stunned to find out how it ends. But, uh, yeah. They all die. Great. Uh, that's why they made three sequels. <laughs> At the end, they all died. And then they're resurrected and <laughs> hangover too by the baby. Um, I I laughed a lot more than I thought I would. I remember like it, when I was in like high school and junior high, like all of the references that people would make. Peak like, dude bro comedy. Sorry, didn't. I was gonna say that. this is the second movie you've brought me on that is like dude bro culture, and it's like that was not my culture growing up, and so it was like <laughs> getting exposed to it now. I'm like, this is what I was missing out on. <laughs> um i laughed I, I laughed at like those a little bit but like i laughed more at like the throwaway jokes they had yes or, like the jokes that like a lot of people like didn't like absolutely like don't agree. quote um it was fine i i was like i i don't know i'd, I'd probably give it like a b mm-hmm. like like a low b but like a b nonetheless but like it's good like it's fine um you know obviously i mean it does not need to be said but i'm gonna go ahead and say it because i'm that person it does not age well um in the year of our lord 2021 um but i mean regardless you know the the clever writing overcomes any flaw um (laughs) so i can look past it i can look past the homophobic slurs um but i mean it's fine like that's really all i can say about it like is it's fine like it is funny um 
it gave us Zach Galifianakis. Um, Too much after this, actually. It was it was the start of the Galifianakis sense, but um, I was you know uh, Bradley Cooper is me or like is I wouldn't say me as a teacher because that could get me fired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stealing uh, kids' money and like (laughs) I I will talk. We will talk about that later because that is so funny. but like, it just, I don't know. I don't know. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's a great movie. A plus. I will say this. The, the You're talking about the throwaway jokes. Some of the, I, I texted the group and said the, the best jokes in this come within the first 30 minutes. Yeah. And they're setting yeah. everything up. And he's like walking out of the school and he's like, hey, Missy. He's like, don't talk to me. I don't, don't know you. It is the weekend. <laughs> you do not exist. I don't yeah. know you. Like that is me. That is me at like four thirty one. I was yeah. like, I leave the parking lot. I'm like, the I'm not answering any of these kids' emails. I'm like, you don't exist to me. Yeah, some of the stuff that that like setting up all the raunchy humor for later and all the like wild stuff that goes on is fine. But like leading up to that, so that stuff is very very funny to me. Yeah. Just the 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 conversations between them and how weird like Alan they know Alan is and like. Mm-hmm them bouncing back and forth off of is this dude okay like is he like right in the head and just all that yeah i i agree with some of those throwaway jokes but to to your point about the dude bro thing and then we'll get to other reviews this Uh movie was so popular it's like borat where it was like it was people's personality you know what i mean (laughs) it was just what was your comedy oh i quote the hangover (laughs) yeah i know i I knew so many kids that were way too young to watch this movie right that were quoting he's jacking his little weenus <laughs> multiple times throughout the day and we were in like eighth grade and i'm like i i don't like that i don't like what that, that doesn't <laughs> what are we well talking about that well with me um but now i'm like as an adult i'm like okay so i might have been missing out on something who knows we'll we'll never know siege go ahead uh this movie is i went into this i've seen it before i went into this to say how badly has this aged this movie is oldest the hell it came out in 2012 this movie is going to age poorly. 2009 and it, 2009 sorry and while some of it is aged poorly uh not all of it has i i agree with royden at the beginning first of all the way that they set up the unspooling of the plot of this movie is just good it's just like super compelling to kind of have a story where the characters are learning things as you learn things. It's just like a cool way to tell a story, especially when the world around them is interacting with it in a way that's, you know, based on what happened the night before, but nobody knows what happened the night before. It's just like a cool way to tell a story. Uh, I I also think that the throwaway jokes in this movie are what makes it when Mm. they're riding in the car with the top down going to Vegas and uh, the main character Doug says, am I okay over there? And Zach Galifianakis just goes, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, that's just, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> and I also just I, I can I completely understand why Zach Galifianakis became a thing because he like kind of makes the movie like we don't really need the Andy Bernard character. He's literally just Andy Bernard from The Office. If you want to see that character, you can just watch The Office. So the Zach Galifianakis character is like, oh, we've never really seen a character like this. He's like may, might have like some kind of illness, mental illness, or he might have some. He's just like socially weird. But also, like, kind of has the heart of gold, but also just like super laughing, laughing at himself. It, the character just works. The character just makes every situation funny. It, it's hilarious that they were roofied by this character and he didn't know about it. Like, that just makes the whole thing funny. So, 
I found myself laughing more at this movie than I thought I would. This movie came out in 2009. I was in college at the time. Sorry, I had just graduated from college. No, I was in college at the time. When the hell did I graduate from college? I graduated from college in 2008. <laughs> so this is after I graduated from college. I was in law school. So I was like past that part of my life where I was like doing the crazy shit that they were doing in this movie, but also not really because all my law school friends were crazier than my college friends. So uh, this movie has a special place in my heart. And Bradley Cooper is just the coolest person alive. He's just like Brad Pitt in a role. Like Bradley Cooper literally just plays a cool ass guy who keeps his head in these situations. Crazy shit is happening. And like somebody's shooting at their vehicle and he's just like, fuck this. We're getting the fuck out of here. Like he's just like, kind of he's like a school teacher but he's kind of just comfortable in some of these more seedy criminal elements he just kind of well at least more comfortable than the other two characters and that role just works so well for him especially because we've seen him play that kind of character it's like we've seen him in limitless we've seen him in these other movies where crazy shit is happening and he's just like bradley cooper so he's got to maintain his cool but also holy shit everything's going wrong he's just really good at that and i just really enjoyed watching him in this movie he is like a a, go ahead sorry no, I would give it. I'm done. I would give it. I would say I would give it a solid B. I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would going back into it, having not seen it in probably a decade. He is like like low key like a big time sleaze bag, too. Because they go back, yeah. Because they go back and he's like he's like okay with like I mean dudes go to Vegas and strippers and everything else, but he's just like he's just like like goading these guys into like doing a bunch of seedy shit. And like he's okay with like everything that's kind of going on. You're a school teacher. Like, what do we what like <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I thought he was joking about having a wife and kid at first when that like first happened in the movie. Because <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't too. act like a person who has a wife and kid at all. And then you get to the end of the movie and you're like, wait. Like, and he's like covering his kids' ears from like hearing fuck yeah, and shit. Like, what the fuck you're I, I think, like, how? I think the fact that he is a he's a wife guy and he has a kid and he's a school teacher, I'm like. No, that all makes perfect sense why he's like a criminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just I like also it. just the finesse god, just him being like, Yeah, you got it, put on your credit card. Like, what? No. <laughs> it's like they listen to everything he Yeah, they listen to everything he does because he's like hot. And they're just like <laughs> he's just like, Yeah, okay, absolutely. Listen to Bradley Cooper. But it was such a weird career path for Bradley Cooper because he, you know, he kind of been kind of this side character in a lot of things you know he was in he was in a lot of episodes of like nick nip tuck he was in he was he was in some like throwaway comedies he was in alias for a long time and uh he was like the the douchebag in wedding crashers and and then all of a sudden he gets this role and this raunchy rated r comedy is like what propels him and Zach Galifianakis pretty much. It actually propelled all of them, he, Ed Helms, and Galifianakis, all to heights that I think that they weren't experiencing at the time, and it, enough so that they were making millions of dollars to come back for these sequels, like tens of millions of dollars to come, plus like wonder, points on the box office and stuff. I wonder how much Doug got paid to come back, because you don't really need to pay that actor. Not yeah, that, you don't I'm need not that. Saying, I'm not saying anything about him as an actor, but like Doug is literally like does is not in the film. Like he's barely in the film. Yeah. Nobody cares about Doug. I mean, they care about Doug, but we don't care about Doug at all. Like we don't care Doug, about Doug. Doug is a plot so device. It's just a weird, it's weird. Doug is a plot device. That's actually really and like Justin Barth is like a funny dude. Like I know it's not like the but like he's the comic relief in National Treasure and shit like that. Like 
it it not the same as this movie but well kind of but the uh, <laughs> the the thing with that is just you, you have to imagine and they do the same movie in hangover 2 but like doug is just like not there he shows up and then he's just not there pretty much yeah so yeah it's it's <laughs> such a it's such a it has to suck for that guy that all these guys and like justin barth has been around for a long time but like it has to suck for him that all these guys got propelled into superstardom pretty much and he is just kind of like hey i'm here also i was on the roof yeah <laughs> i was on the roof the whole time guys you remember me it's like no I don't. dex go ahead yeah so i haven't seen this movie in a long long time either obviously like 2009 i was a i think i was a freshman in high school when this came out so obviously this hit my high school like a bomb like Mm -hmm. everyone was quoting the hangover (laughs) and you know in 2009 we said a lot of words we don't say anymore and so you know there were a lot of quotes that we wouldn't use anymore but watching this movie i actually like appreciated it more like just as a movie than I did before like at first I thought it was like oh it's just a bunch of jokes that are fun and like that's the whole thing or whatever but watching it this time I was like well this is actually a really good way to like structure a story and like to tell you things as an audience and like the setup of this movie is actually really good where they like they bring you into the desert they tell you uh we lost our friend like we don't know what the fuck is going on like and then you go on like you go backwards and then into this journey with them but they don't know what else happened either it's like just a really well-structured movie. The writing is really good apart from, you know, using words we don't use anymore, but that's not their fault. They didn't know, but um, some yeah. big F and R words in this. Uh, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> immediately, like from within, the beginning, it's like, oh, we are in 2009, baby. We yeah, are within, we are within 15 we minutes. Are back. We are back. It was the wild, wild west. We're sorry. We apologize. Uh, We're listening. We're learning. Todd Phillips is, he would still make those jokes. He doesn't care. Yeah. Todd Phillips would still do all that shit. But I'm, yeah, surprised I mean, we, I'm surprised we didn't hear any slurs on Joker. Just going to be honest. <laughs> you know, I fuck that movie. Anyway. Yeah, man. I did I just watched this like at home by myself tonight, like on my iPad or whatever. Like I wasn't sitting here like laughing my ass off at anything that happened in the movie, but I was like just watching it and being like, yeah, I remember why that was funny. I remember why I love that as a ninth grader. <laughs> and like, you know, it restored the feeling a little bit. And you know, that's all you can ask for from a, a raunchy comedy from 2009. I give it like a, like a B minus. Yeah. I, um, it's like Todd Phillips watched Memento and was like, I'm going to try to recreate that, but he's just not that good of a filmmaker. So it's just like, <laughs> no, but it, it, um, it really is a movie that has been tried to be, it has tried to be replicated since either with the, the storytelling, like for comedies, like the storytelling structure or the raunchiness of Vegas and all that stuff. Like they've been making Vegas stuff for a millennia, but you know, mm-hmm the raunchiness of that or using the Zach Galifianakis weirdo character in all of your stuff where it's like, all right, we're just going to place this weirdo in the middle of this. But like nobody can really 
do it like he did it in this movie. And in, in subsequent sequels, it, it just, it got way too much. And it was, they leaned into it too hard, too much. way too much. <laughs> oh my I remember the third one of these movies is one of the worst movies I've ever seen actually. And because it's mostly just Zach Galifianakis and Ken Jong, which also he got elevated to levels that he would have never been to. He was like, he was a doctor before yeah. he got this movie. And he Kim loves Jong to remind us did nothing funny in this film. <laughs> nothing about the Kim Jong character in this film is funny. And they said, fuck that. Let's keep doubling down and tripling down and bring him back. And yeah. he's not even funny in the front. I, that, he is not funny at all. Yeah, watching say, watching this movie this time made me think like, did I actually think Kim Jong was funny when I watched this the first time? <laughs> like, Kim Jong in this movie. Like, I loved him in Community, right? But like, in this movie, I was like, literally nothing he's done has been funny. I, like, I was about to say, like, was this the start of the Jean-Gassance or was it? No, like, I think this was like his first, not his first, uh, it was like his first big movie role. This is uh, when we all learned who Ken yeah, John was. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say, did, was this before Community or after Community? Before. before. Okay. When he, when he hops out of the trunk and he's naked, like that part is funny, but anyone could make that funny because you just don't know what to expect at that moment. But everything he does after that is... I mean, it's kind of... I was deadpan. The character is very racist. Like, it's very, like, stereotypical. And, but the the you fuck on me thing is very funny to me. I don't care what it, what it is. And he's like, no, we're not going to fuck on you. It's just a... It, it was funny to me in the time and, and still kind of funny now. But after that, it doesn't really do anything for me. I mean, people always quote, oh, it's funny because he's fat, is the, the quote from that that people always take away. And I think people were just like, just took away like, oh, it's a racist character. And it's funny to laugh at, at racism in 2009. And that's what people, I think, took away from it back then. Yeah, and I think like gay boys was a lot funnier yeah. in 2009 than it is now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the the, the chokehold that see you later gay boys had over. No, was it Toodaloo? Toodaloo gay boys? <laughs> Um, but yeah, th that character was like, eh, you know, and of course, like I said, some big F words some big R words, uh, which that sound, the uh, paging doctor got repurposed actually on, on TikTok and became like a popular sound again. It was like, okay, what are we doing here? Really? Um, yeah. They're reclaiming it. They're taking it back. <laughs> um, like, you know what? I am a doctor. <laughs> like gay people are using it, or mm, some, but I think it's mostly people that are just being ah, great. Yeah, it's bringing the like humor, the best, bringing the feeling back. Uh, <laughs> they said we long for simpler times. <laughs> this also is one of those movies that I think people like. Some of the, like I said, some of the simpler jokes some of the passing by jokes are way funnier than some of the like, Oh shit, it's a fucking tiger. And like the, in the, yeah. that kind of stuff. And you know, Mike Tyson knocking him out is still funny and all the big gags and stuff are still funny. But I think this, the simpler jokes are where this movie actually lands. But to say that this is a movie where people will be like, Oh, you can't make movies like that anymore. People just don't, don't like comedy or whatever. And you can't, can't really do it, it is one of those movies where you you couldn't make this today yeah just take out some of the the racism and some of the slurs and you it actually still a funny movie i fucking hate yeah, that absolutely take, make this. i hate that take because it's almost never true like you know the funniest part about it is todd phillips has made that same exact argument recently mm -hmm. <laughs> like oh, he, he, he was in an interview and he like 
went off on cancel culture and he was like oh people just don't like comedy anymore i was like no we hate like shitty comedy like i was like racism and slurs are like not funny anymore. yeah the, like, the whole joke can't be like that you said a slur like you have to have another joke like that's not, I was like, that's not, that's not a joke you're just being a dick yeah, <laughs> like you're just saying a slur like that's not funny anymore like we moved on from that yeah i will say the movement uh between set pieces though the how quick it goes like all right, where are we going? Uh, we got to go to the police station. Oh, or they were arrested. Oh, we got to go to the hospital. It's between get a map and fuck off yeah. <laughs> is really funny. And yeah, then the pacing like, of this movie is on point. It's like some, one thing gets solved and then boom, another problem immediately. Like, yeah. Like if, if this movie, if this movie were two hours, it'd be unbearable. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. True. But that, like, I think the fact that it is like a, a really like almost tight, like hour 30. I'm and like, also, okay, yeah, yeah, also them just not telling you what happens into what happened to them is like a good thing because you don't need to see yeah. it. And then them yeah. just saving it up to like a montage at the end is a little good, you know, it's a good filler. But like, the, you know, what the fuck happened last night? Well, we're not, we're just not going to tell you. You're just going to have to be along for the ride. Yeah. Fill in the blanks yourself. Make it cool. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, uh, everybody likes to think oh you know this also spawned i will say the let's go to vegas sort of thing like i don't think vegas has been as popular since this movie and, but there definitely was like a vegas had to have been like thank god and like vegas doesn't need any more uh publicity but <laughs> they're definitely probably like so many people went to vegas after this movie let's Let's get blackout drunk in Vegas, which is probably dangerous, actually. So many people went to fucking Caesar's Palace and asked for the villas after this yeah. movie. There's so many holes in this movie. Like, there's so many holes in this movie. Like, at the very end, I texted the group message. I said, the, the trip from Vegas to Los Angeles, like downtown LA, which they probably don't live there, but like downtown LA, it's like four and a half hours. 420 is what I saw. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, we got three. Right. There's always... You know, a shitload of traffic though getting out of LA, but once you're out of LA, it's about four hours. Yeah, they're like, we got three and a half hours to get there. They would have had to gone 110 miles an hour to like <laughs> shave, shave off an hour off of this trip to get to the wedding and, time. And, and they stopped to put on their taxes. Like, there's yeah. no way you're making that. You're not, yeah. okay, especially but, on a Sunday. Like, you're not making that. You're not making that. But with a wedding though, like me watching that, I was like, Every wedding I've ever been to is like an hour, two hours late. Like it's like that's just what it is. <laughs> like we're on CPT. An hour to like, two hours, yeah, buddy. I gotta just... tell you, at my <laughs> wedding, not happening. Like, <laughs> great, oh. thank you so much. <laughs> y'all are gonna like, at five. Yeah, like, y'all black gonna... people are getting married. If the wedding says it starts at five. She's not walking the aisle until seven thirty. Caitlin, Caitlin uh, Watley has that downtown. We got to take pictures at the golden hour or whatever. <laughs> like we are, we are taking pictures at a certain time. So yeah, but, them uh, waiting like on them to get to the wedding or whatever. I was like, yeah, that's just what it is. <laughs> I will say, I yeah. after all, just talking about it, and I actually had a really good time rewatching this movie. I got it for what it is. I got to give this movie an A minus, actually. I really, really enjoy this movie. And it's one of the better comedies to come out in in the 2000s, for sure. I mean, did it spawn a lot of things? Like, did it become people's personality? Yeah. Did it, did it also give us more Bradley Cooper? I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's, yes, it propelled Bradley Cooper. 
So it's kind of insane that Bradley Cooper became like executive producer, director, like yeah. serious Oscar bait. Absolutely guy. insane. <laughs> it, it it is the monkey's paw of Hollywood. It's you know, <laughs> it's like the dude bro. Like, are you? We get more Bradley Cooper, and he gets a better career, and then the finger goes down, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of fourteen year olds are quoting The Hangover. It's like <laughs> oh, you get right, you, yeah. we, we yeah. get we get and we get. People are wearing shirts with Zach Galifianakis and a baby in a onesie. Like that's yeah, that was the fashion in 2010. Yeah, Thank you, I will. Walmart. I will say, you know that that the the that Halloween costume was rampant for years. The <laughs> yeah. uh, the white mm. jeans, wolf shirt or whatever. That actually, that whole bit is actually really funny. They're all in like suits and stuff, and then you know, he's like, "You're not actually wearing that, are you?" <laughs> what and it gave us one of the greatest gifts of all time when he does the poker scene and he starts counting the numbers I'm yeah sorry. he does yeah they rip off they just blatantly rip off rain man <laughs> yeah they just ripped off rain man. um i will say starting i took i actually took some notes on this and you know starting with at the very end and just being like hey we fucked up it's like a great way to start a movie yeah yeah, I think it's I think it's a really good way to actually start a movie, and then it, also it can't be bad to start your movie when you're starting with the hottest person on screen is Bradley Cooper, and you're just like, all right, we're we're just in. Um, we're in a desert outside of Vegas. I'm on board immediately. I need to know oh, what happened. Oh, you were talking about Bradley Cooper. I thought you meant Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. I thought you meant the white. <laughs> I will. I will say this though. It, that's a funny bit in this too. Is Jeffrey Tambor? Uh, I don't know if he's uh, Big C canceled or not. But like, is uh, is him just being completely understanding? Just what ha- what happens happens. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. The Hangover Two should have been a prequel about Jeffrey Tambor's character, <laughs> right? <laughs> Give me more. I again. love Jeffrey Tambor. Wait, he's what is he canceled for? What yeah, did what did he get canceled uh, for before? Was we it that transparent show? Uh, well, he wasn't canceled for transparent, but what I remember him getting like it was like in Soft. the Hollywood, in like the Hollywood scope of things, it was like Big C canceled, but in like society, it was like yeah. a little C canceled. Uh, he, uh, Jessica Walter told a story about like how hard he was to work on set with. Oh, during that's right. That's right. And like how he like verbally abused her a lot, like on set. And she yeah, was like, right. during this interview. So apparently he's an asshole. So like, like that I sucks because Curb is incredible television. Allegedly, that cast is one of the best. One of the best cast ever assembled. Arrested Development. White people. That is the that show is incredible. <laughs> Curb is white excellence. Yes, facts um so yeah i just i think i don't know this movie is just fun to me man i think it's a i think it's just a really funny fun movie but but i will say i I think the hardest joke i ever laughed at is just him stealing the children's money and then just being like give me all your money it's fine like we're gonna get this in and then just being like and then when he's walking out he's like don't talk to me nerd i don't know you i know he said he said get me out of here before one of these nerds try to talk to me (laughs) I, I as an adult watching this movie and like watching him steal that kid steal the kid's money and then make the guy the other guy put the hotel room on his credit card. I was just like, this is a fucking scumbag. You can't come with me no more. Like, you're out of here. He was You're stealing done. $95 from kids. And I'm like, there's no telling like how many kids he got money from. And he's still like, hey, put that $4,200 on your credit card. 
And he's just like, it'll be fine. We'll settle it at the end. There's no way they settled that. He's still making people pay for the gas. Like he's not even trying to step up, even though he quite literally stole thousands of dollars from these students. Like he's a complete piece of shit. Like I was watching this movie and like as a first year teacher, I saw him do that. And I was like, oh my God, the legal ramifications. And then I was like, wait, (laughs) he doesn't care. (laughs) I was thinking about my man's credit. Like I get your dentist, but hey, bro, at some point, like (laughs) too much. Also for a dentist is 13,000 in savings. Like that feels like low for for he's like how much money you like, yeah thirteen thousand he's just like okay so that you can rent a villa for that like what do we like he's no, fine he, he can rent a villa on his credit card like he's got yeah. he's got just thousands sitting on that amex he's got the black card oh. well also also he goes we got eighty thousand dollars in caesar's ships at the very end of the movie mm. but they don't catch them out he just like drives back to la with them so it's just like, what? Well, he's going to, well, uh, Andy, Andy Bernard or whatever his name is in this film is going back to see at the Graham in a couple of weeks. So I'll probably just cash it. Yeah, I can cash him out. I can do that. $80,000, bro. I can go get that. Yeah. Right. There now. are worse reasons to make that drive again than to go hang yeah. out with Heather Graham when you're dating the literal worst woman on earth. I hate the, I hate the girlfriend character. His well, girlfriend they make it, like they, they make her very hateable, to be honest. What do they, what, but yeah, but why don't we write her like, they don't even make her like fully flat. She's not even a 3D person. Like, no, she is quite literally just a talking squawk box that gets on this guy's nerves. Like, it, it made it, I, it took me out of the movie every time she was on screen. I was just like, I'm out of the movie. And then at the end, she starts saying the go fuck yourself jokes, which are like, okay, those are kind of funny. But like, th- this character had no, appe- nothing to offer in this film until like until the very end every time she's on screen i was like i'm out of this movie i'm out the character makes no sense she's just like a complete ass nobody would marry somebody like that she's she's horrible this movie perpetuates the like stereotype that straight people hate being married because it's like they are just like 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 uh ed helms bradley cooper they're like miserable and it's like you're, you're like you're so happy like ed helms is so happy that he's about to propose to his girlfriend but at the same time they're like oh this ball and chain like this old bitch and it's just like no like, <laughs> this old bitch one of the funniest parts in the movie to me that i had like never really thought about before was at the end when zach galifianakis is like you know i'm training to be a bartender like, right to be a bartender <laughs> i'm gonna get my bartender like, license hey yo what's up like what, so what you trying to do like <laughs> i'm gonna fuck off what did you say <laughs> Suck my dick. No, thank you. <laughs> and also, like, one thing I kept thinking about was she fucked the bartender on a cruise ship. It happened on a cruise ship. No one had to know about this. Like, right. <laughs> He's why, telling everyone. Yeah. Like, why did you tell? Why did you tell? Why did she tell him? And why did he tell every fucking body? <laughs> uh, it seems to like lord over him, but like, th- yeah, this isn't a real person. It's yeah. a it's a caricature of men writing women. They're just like, ah, you know, when your wife won't let you go do things or be happy, it's just like your wife well, won't let you careful. do things. People she goes do on cheat girls on cruise ships. ships. People but do cheat on cruise ships. I, I wrote down a joke that was very funny, and it's 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 stupid, but it's throwaway, and he goes. Not to mention she fucked a sailor. It wasn't a sailor. It was a bartender. And she's scared of semen. Yeah. <laughs> the double entendre. And they're like, huh? I love how he says, but he didn't even come inside her. It's like, wait, nobody asked that. And also, how does that make it better? How does and that make it better? 
Did you did you ask her that when she was giving you the rundown of fucking the bartender? I'm <laughs> sure that he did. <laughs> and, but well, why he believed her answer is why do you believe the answer? Why do you believe that? You, you can never prove that. You can never. He's a dentist. It. He's stressed. He's like, if, if his if his girlfriend's like, oh, but he didn't come inside me. He's like, all right, well, I all right, well, I can take that. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, I. I think the best, the iconic scene of this movie, and it was on the posters and everything, is um, them waking up and Ed Helms waking up and, like, his glasses are over here and it's just this isolated camera on him. Like, what the f- that, that whole thing is is uh, is great. And, of course, him going into the, into the restroom and peeing near the tiger. But the funniest joke in that is that when he's, like, running around, there's a tiger in there. He's like, hey, Alan, can you put on some pants? I find it weird that I got to ask you twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, he's like, oh, I don't – she has my – another throwaway joke. She has my She has my grandmother's Holocaust ring. I don't know they gave out rings during the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I don't know they gave out rings. Zach Galifianakis, is, his hitting percentage in this film is incredible. Like, yeah, he every lands time he speaks, most of the time. He's la- like, his jokes are just landing. He's throwing 100 miles an hour. Bradley Cooper is great looking and he's cool and he's throwing 100 miles an hour. I could do without Ed Helms and being Andy Bernard. I've seen a lot of episodes of The Office. Well, you need another straight man song. There. Yes, that's true. I feel like obviously Doug is a nothing character. He's just like a complete uh, cardboard box of a white man that they have that he's going to get lost on the roof and you won't miss him in this movie because he doesn't offer anything. But I like I just the the storyline that they give Ed Helms is funny enough that he got married overnight. That's funny by itself. But in terms of like Ed Helms, the character, I was just like, I don't need this. Like I've seen every episode of The Office. I don't really need to see Andy Bernard in this film. And I felt like that at the time. And I felt like that even more now being a bit removed from that like what what else is this guy going to do like he's got one pitch this is his only pitch and it was just like all right let's see we hadn't seen zach galifianakis's pitch yet so it's like this is fucking amazing whereas if we had seen a lot of andy bernard it was just like oh, i don't really need andy bernard singing songs in this film it didn't do anything for me yeah uh, andy galifianakis go, no, andy galifianakis go ahead andy galifianakis. <laughs> no right. I, yeah he didn't really add like he was like you said like a cardboard like or no you were saying doug was a cardboard cutout but i also yeah. think that like Ed Helms was kind of also a cardboard cut. It's like we had a straight man with Bradley Cooper, kind of. Yep. Um, I disagree. I, like- I think he's the star, though. Like he's your, he's your star, and then you have these other characters around him. But did we know that Bradley Cooper was a star yet? I mean, no, he but looks he's like hot. a star. Right. Okay, he, he looks like a star. He's super hot. Like, he's super hot. Yeah. No, he could choke me out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd let I'd let him ruin me financially. <laughs> yeah. um, but like. I'd let him charge $4,200 on a credit card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like... You're off the deep end. <laughs> yeah, I'm diving. <laughs> I'm never going to meet the ground. Um, but like, I felt like he was enough of a straight man to where he could have carried that group by itself. And it's like, I wish they would have heightened Ed Helms's character a little bit more. It's like, yeah, I give, wish... like Give him something. Yeah, it's like, or like if you're going to make him like a, a docile character, it's like amp up like the like beta male, like docile, like bitch boy, like to a thousand. It's I think like, they needed a character that were as like almost the audience. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Uh, the audience person. Like, and then 
Yeah, yeah Helms is the that. guy that's like, nah, Duck's probably dead. Like, he got killed. By Everything is not okay. There is a tiger in here. Like, what are we doing? Like, we're that's going the- to jail. We're going to die. Like, Ed Helms is that guy. It just doesn't. I don't know. He's not likable enough for it to work. And then he gets his moment at the end to be like, you know what? My like girlfriend is shit. I don't want to marry her. I'm gonna go marry the hooker. And it's like, nah, I don't really like you that much. Stripper Dex, come on. No, well, she, she is a stripper and an escort. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Ed Helms said, "I married a whore." He said that in the film, which was, <laughs> would not have gone over well in 2021. It would have been drawn to my, the ire of the crowd. But in, tw- in 20, oh, 2009, you could say something like that. 2021, it would have drawn audible booze. <laughs> yes, yeah, people would be like, Yuck. "Is he shaming sex workers?" And then the movie's off the rails. But yeah. also kind of wild how, that. like, this 2009 movie makes you be like, yeah, you should go be with the escort. That'll yeah. work. But I like her. Go a be dead, with her. A dead why, silent Why did theater. they not have cell phones with the internet? Why is he asking people for addresses and directions when they, like, in 2009, you could literally pull out your phone. It might be a flip phone, but probably wasn't a flip phone. That data charge is wild, something. my guy. <laughs> Put that in a T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying, Derek? Just a you know, um, silent yeah. theater. Yeah, a silent theater. Just he says, "I married a whore." Just ew, <laughs> ew, <laughs> disgusting. No, you the uh, cuck. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, um, <laughs> call him a cuck. <laughs> the uh, the thing with you know Ed Helms was. Ed Helms was doing uh, episodes of the like they didn't he didn't stop doing the office when he doing when he was doing this movie. So he was like flying in and out and getting like five hours of sleep every night or something like that. He had to be busy as hell. Yeah, but it's worth it. I mean, obviously, it's worth it. Like this is a big opportunity. Obviously, he loved the script. And it, like Dex was saying, it's just it's just extremely cool way to tell a story. Yeah. It just happens to also be a comedy, but like it is a cool way to tell a story that we know the ending of the story, or at least we think we know the ending. Really, we got kind of the ending, but then we get to see it all kind of play out. It's just a cool way to tell the story, so, and I, I can see why he loved the script for sure. So uh, this movie plays out exactly like an <laughs> improv game we used to play in uh, at comedy sports. It's called Quasi Quest, and it was literally like you start and you need you need something. You go to a person and they have it, but they can't get to it, so they need something else. You have to go to another person. They they have the thing you need, but they need they can't get to it, and then you have to go to another person, another, like back and forth, and then you have to go all the way back through it again. And I'm just like, oh, this is literally just an improv game. I'm like Todd Phillips wrote like a, <laughs> an hour and a half long improv game. <laughs> yeah, and it it. The set pieces, like I said, are always funny. And, and of course, like the Mike Tyson bit, we're talk- talking about cameos. See, I guess seeing Mike Tyson in 2000, he's around everything now. So it's it's not, I think this rejuvenated his image a little bit. Definitely, because yeah, was wasn't he like, he was, he's been, he had been like in legal trouble and stuff before this. Like it, yeah. it really, and now Mike Tyson's everywhere. He's all like he's always on, uh, you know, camera and stuff. And we we've seen a lot of Mike Tyson immediately. Like he had a, a Adult Swim show based off of Mike yeah. Tyson. So like it, he's everywhere, and he's been in several movies now. But in two thousand nine, fucking Mike Tyson, and yeah, then in him knocking like, him out. People, for people our age, like well. Me, Royden, and Derek say it's not to each his age, but like Mike Tyson was just an idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you know, you're like, oh, I was just kind of heard about Mike Tyson. You did, like, you weren't old enough to like actually watch his fights or anything. Well, so, one like, of us was. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I lived it. I lived it. So. Yeah, so for us, Mike Tyson was just like an idea, and then he shows up in the Hangover, and it's like, yeah, it's fucking Mike Tyson. What the fuck? Like face tattoo and all. Yeah, T was at the actually actual Buster Douglas fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, T was uh, behind Tupac in the car that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> You know, and he's actually in this movie like more than a cameo. Like he knocks out, yeah, that Galvanakis. What what's his character's name? And it doesn't really matter. Alan. 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 Yes, he knocks out Alan. Not you, fat Jesus. Um, (laughs) he knocks out Alan, and and then they have to go back to his house, and it and so he actually acts a little bit more in this. So he's actually kind of a character in this movie. Um. So yeah, and it's it's really just like he's like we all do fucked up shit, or we all do shit when we're fucked up. And he's like, yeah, man, uh, it's just like a majestic animal. I really appreciate it. He's like, he's like, why would somebody do like you? Probably need to wait outside. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm, gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go do that. So he he's actually really good in this. But yeah, him just this also kicking off like a a Tyson Renaissance is weird too. Um, yeah, it was a perfect perfect cameo for a number of reasons and and i think you're right it definitely reintroduced mike tyson back to a certain audience who didn't know who mike tyson was and it is it is a bit weird though even i felt this even at the time to have mike tyson say the line yeah we all do fucked up shit when we get drunk uh, this yeah. this dude this <laughs> dude has literal rape charges like he's been literally in prison because he drank too much and someone accused him of rape. So to have him say that line is insane to me. And it's not like the line doesn't work, but it's impossible for me to separate because he's playing himself. He's not playing a character. That is literally Mike Tyson playing Mike Tyson. And so to hear him say something like that, which I understand is the point of the film is just weird. And it will just never not be weird for me because that guy has actually been in some real fucking legal trouble. That's what I'm saying. He's not he, just you know. the, not the funny kind, not the funny very, kind. very fair point. Cause I also thought that, but I was like, you know, like I said, in 2009, I was in ninth grade. I, I didn't know any about any of that part of Mike Tyson. Yeah. It was just him knocking people out. Right. So like that part in 2009, I didn't think about it all, but watching it 2021, I was like, Oh, Ooh, <laughs> The I will say the funniest thing to me, not the funniest in this movie, but like a scene that still holds up to me is the taser cop scene. Like we're going to talk about like physical comedy in this, like do do the tiger thing or whatever. And I think him knocking out Alan's very funny physical comedy. But the, the taser bit gets me every single time because there's a moment when when they tase Alan in the face and in the face is very funny because he's like trying to get to the kid and the, there's a little there's a girl in there that screams because she's screams horrified sisters. it's just like ah! it's just it, because he's like doesn't go ah sometimes we need to give a little extra juice to the big ones and he like knocks them out but it's so funny because it's just like they tase they tase bradley cooper in the nuts they're like it's just it's just funny to me man it, I don't know. It's I think it's the best physical gag in this. Is Rob Riggle funny? I think in this, yeah. I, I think he does the same thing. He did the same thing in Step Brothers. He does the same thing. Like, I think I think in 
spurts, he's good. I do love him in Step Brothers. I will give you that. But I also love every second of Step Brothers. It is a flawless comedy. It does not have any flaws. I feel like I never need Rob Riggle, but like I'm not offended by Rob Riggle's presence. (laughs) I'm never never ordering Rob Riggle off the menu, but if you bring him as like a free app, then I'm going to be like, yeah. I'm going to eat it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Compliments of the chef, Rob Riggle. I'm gonna eat it. Oh, there's some Rob Riggle in this? Oh. <laughs> Complimentary <laughs> Riggle? Rob Riggle? Girl, I do do uh, Riggle? Riggle me this. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I mean, 21 Jump Street was already good, but now Rob Riggle's here? Wow. Wow. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> I, I mean, he just he just wriggled his way into this movie. And I oh, said, my God. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. Too incredible. too many wriggle puns. Uh, didn't know we were. That's what you get here on the one take podcast. All right, I, I gotta get the funniest puns. The funniest. <laughs> the funniest physical comedy in this movie is when Bradley Cooper jumps out of the car when they do the meet at the end, and he jumps out like a movie star, and then. Uh, Zach Alphanakis tries to jump out of the car the same way it falls over. That makes me laugh every time because it's so it's so perfect. They've established this character in a way that that's exactly what he would do. He would see Bradley Cooper jump out of the car like, I'm going to do that. Knowing damn well that he's not going to look cool doing it. That's fucking Bradley Cooper. That guy's a movie star. And he's even more of a movie star now than when this movie came out. So he's, he gets out of the car like a movie star. Zach Galifianakis can't get out of the car like a movie star. He needs to get out of the car like a regular person. So I just really like that. It makes me laugh every time. That is brilliant direction, actually, by Todd Phillips to like towards the end of the movie when when he's trying to copy everything that he does and he like has his hair. He's like, "Is my hair as cool as is my hair as cool as his?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." It's just it's just all that stuff and it, it yeah. But that is some brilliant direction by the, like you're just gonna get get out and trip like yeah. And it's also really funny when they're doing the speeches on the roof. And Bradley Cooper's about to do his speech, and Alan just like interrupts him. <laughs> I have something to say. Yes, uh, one of my favorite jokes was, "Hello, everyone. How about that ride in?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it's great acting by by Galifianakis because he's like reading something that he wrote, but he's he's so nervous. He's like, "What? Once there was two of it. Now now there." <laughs> <laughs> now there now there's four once i was he literally in, I stole won. this movie yeah he literally yeah. stole this he ran movie. away like, with it he's insanely he's, funny like from start to finish he's insanely funny. he ends up getting the mvp i think of this movie for sure because it, it's it it i it, it spawned him like doing that you know due date comedy with with uh, Robert Downey right. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. He, he yeah. did this character for so long, and then I think he's eventually he's gotten out of it. Like, I mean, it's has he? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think he did. I think he did some other FX shows. Like, of course, he does the the weird comedy with Between Two Ferns, where it's sort of the Which awkward the, same the, character, the awkward same character of like he says awkward things to actual actual famous people and watch the, them react to it the which was hilarious was never interested in watching which, which was hilarious the between two ferns movie is actually incredible i love that movie so much i never watched the movie I, but great. i always liked it's the great. youtube videos I'm my favorite them. my favorite thing from that is the outtakes i it, it just is because they're all in on the joke because you're not going on the show if you're not in on the joke Yes. Right. So like well it's like he they, it's, interviewed they the president man that's yeah. incredible yeah. 
yeah they they know that they're going in for like this they know they're going to be asked like weird questions but galifianakis is like the only condition of this is you cannot know the questions and it's like and they're like that i think he lost out on like an interview with oprah hillary clinton and i believe bernie sanders because they he wouldn't let their teams have the question i thought he did i thought he did have a show with did hillary clinton i know he did i know he did uh obama yeah yeah and he, and also he gives them jokes to like roast him back and stuff like that yeah. so it it i don't know i think i think for me oh. for me personally i was like i'm good on zach galifianakis outside of the hangover movies i don't need any more that's it <laughs> well they did I'm, I'm they good. they they did too much with it after this i think i think he was a long time stand-up and his stand-up stuff is is really funny too um but yeah he was like he was like in Birdman. like he's been in some some interesting stuff and he's had a really good career after this but it this definitely it, it definitely spawned i think the best person that i've seen do this kind of care awkward character bit was jesse plemons in game night and that's the best thing that i've seen somebody replicate this since mm -hmm. And but he was Jesse even Plymouth is also like just a, an really incredible actor. actor. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. It's yeah. it's so weird because it's like that he's going against type when we see game night, which is what makes it so funny. Whereas yeah. we don't really have anything to compare it to when we're watching the hangover. We're just like whoever the hell this guy is stole the movie and he's on the screen, and this movie is going to make a billion dollars. But this guy made me laugh every time he was on screen, and so we're gonna put him in more shit. There's a there's some stuff that you know I think he improved a lot, like they actually had it's not great but they had to steal the shot when um when he's you know he's jacking his little weenus was the the shot they had to steal because the the kid's mother walked away and the dad was like this is just the, the dad was like yeah do the joke and, <laughs> of course wait they then, didn't want to do it in front of the mom <laughs> no, the mom didn't want to do the joke and the dad was like sure <laughs> so it I'm he, glad they did that they they improved a lot of time I think they improved a good bit of this movie, which is which is very much of the of the directorial style of a lot of this early two thousands comedy um, that you see with with Phillips and um, uh, I'm starting to I'm sorry who's the guy Will Ferrell's directing partner? Um, uh, you talking about uh, the the guy who did Vice? Yeah. Oh, Adam McKay. I, I, Adam McKay. Yeah. Adam, Adam McKay. McKay does the same thing where they'll just like, it's like Anchorman. Well, they're just, they'll shout lines at you that they think are funny mm -hmm. and they'll just do it. Uh, of course, the the famous, the What Do Tigers Dream Of song was improv. Incredible. Uh, just amazing. Yeah. To this that day. thing got way too much play, actually. <laughs> that thing was way too popular. I will I say, fault. I am sorry. <laughs> I, I, I like, I think it's funny. And I remembered every word to it, surprisingly. Not surprisingly. Is it, is it funny, though? Is it? I fucking die. <laughs> Don't you worry, a little strap it, and we're gonna I get you back. Back to the um, a little. Don't die, girl, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find our best, best friend. Oh, sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. This is podcast. No, <laughs> no it is. Um, I will I'm say I'm watching the Twitch stream right now. We just lost 45 followers. And then we're shit out of luck. Um, <laughs> Apollo Media has just shuttered its windows. <laughs> 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 
we're speaking s- of go Astros. We clinched the division. I hey, champions. What it do? Let's baby. not talk about this. Nah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> this is how we make sound- our money, bro. We got to talk about <laughs> the soundtrack in this movie is so of the time, but it is so good. They yeah. pay. I think most of this, their money for this went towards the soundtrack the for this. The budget for went went towards the soundtrack for this. Uh, movie. I will say it did get a little like jukeboxy for me. And I think there was like one scene in particular that I wish like didn't happen with the music. So it was like uh, the transition from like when they go into their night in Vegas. I think it was playing Yeah by Usher. Um, and then it like goes straight into that song, like when they're going through the the villa, like showing the destruction or whatever. I'm like, I think it would have just been a like, this is just me being a pretentious film snob. But it's like, I wish it was like they would have taken that like Yeah out of it and just like had a bunch of like, random noises from that night playing as like the sun goes down and goes up and then go into the villa and play the song that they were playing or whatever because uh, i was just like i was like i feel like that would have given a little bit more of like a because it's just like without that it was like oh it's just a random shot of the vegas skyline and all of a sudden you're just like <laughs> oh it was can't tell me nothing though that's oh, what it, that, tell me nothing. that's what it was that's that what it was. was the one where i was like oh this soundtrack is awesome like hey <laughs> yeah uh, it's one of those things where it's like if i know if i know too many of the songs it just like you just can't stop noticing that you know songs yeah like cruella had the same problem where it's like yes. you know all these fucking songs so yeah. it's like of course they use can't tell me nothing of course they use you know whatever other songs they use, that they use. the wedding singer sings candy shop which is a great touch right okay there. that yes. bit that todd that phillips does hilarious. that bit that todd phillips does in his movies he did it in um he did it in Step Brothers. well no he didn't do Step Brothers. what was the joker Wolf? Will Ferrell <laughs> isn't isn't that same wedding singer dude in Step Brothers after no. they do the I'm, I might be mixing it up with something it is shit somebody is screaming at me right now Joker it... when they're singing Frank Sinatra <laughs> <laughs> in the cloud. it is old school he's he's the wedding uh, Every time I turn oh. around, I get another fucking look in your turn around. Every oh. now, <laughs> get a little bit tired. I see the fucking look in your eye. And it's, just, <laughs> it's it's an actual band. It's like an actual wedding band. They're called the Dan Band, and I think they're in L.A. But they did the same bit in old school where they're singing that. But then, yeah, they do candy shop in this, and they're just kind of like stunned looking at it. It's, it's funny every single time. That they have to do it, Royden. You should uh, look up their their prices and see if they can do a wedding. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, Royden. I don't remember if you're having a band or a DJ or whatever at your wedding. So no disrespect, but wedding singers they suck. Get a DJ. It's better DJ. every time. No, I, I I put my foot down on that. Actually, I was like, I first of all, wedding. What a what a racket. Wedding bands. <laughs> are like what a way too overpriced way too overpriced like i was the dj basically for my brother's wedding they didn't pay me shit and, and, I, and everybody had a great time i just had a spotify playlist everybody had a great time yeah. wedding singers are going to come in there and try to sing yeah by usher and butcher it and then you're just have to pay them ten thousand dollars yeah, you got Amethyst from the coffee shop next door coming in to sing Candy Shop. And then it's yeah. like, that's going to be $1,500, please. What a you racket. Can only, you can only have the wedding singer if you're also springing for the open bar 
because mm-hmm. everyone has to be incredibly drunk to dance to the wedding singer and like pretend that these covers of the cupid shuffle and whatever just are wedding. better than the original yeah. ones yeah like yeah even yeah, a bad gonna, DJ yeah. is going to be better than the best wedding singer. You're going to be listening like, to Cupid, Cupid Shuffle Taylor's version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that bit that they do in those movies is funny, but the the soundtrack to this, it like it's super. Yeah, it's it's all over the place, but you know, in the in the air tonight. Uh, let's see, Joker and the Thief. Uh, Joker. Let's see. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Exclamation point. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Can't tell me nothing. And then, of course, you spin my head right round, baby, right round at the very end of end oh, of the movie. God. Yes. Flow uh, rider. Flow rider. Shout oh, out to flow rider. Just always getting the check. Just at any moment. Making Shout like three hit songs. <laughs> Shout out to the sneaky cameo from Kesha in that song. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so I don't think I've ever seen a better use of Joker and the Thief than when they're when they're gambling. Actually, it's it's an incredible scene though, too, because like because like Bradley Cooper's like flipping off. They think they're gonna be like, oh, they're gonna get caught, and like Bradley, they just subvert that because Bradley Cooper's like flipping off the cameras and being like, "Fuck you," and like all this stuff. And they just, oh, the pit boss is watching you, and then they just like ah, nothing happens. They just get away with it. It's a very yeah, funny scene. The, the, uh, the Vegas wife just completely buying into this plan and helping them out immediately. No prompting. Just yeah. Incredible. You, this is why you wiped her out. She's amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't really have... Uh, I think the one thing that I actually got, and we're the three best friends that anyone could have, and we're the three best friends that anyone... That got, that got repurposed. Oh, and, yeah shot around a lot but uh y'all down to do movie cameos anything else you want to talk about in this movie i'm i'm personally finished i've run out of i've run out of rob riggle jokes so i'm good <laughs> them just like finding him on the roof after two days is kind of whack but i mean whatever yeah that's the biggest that's the biggest thing it was like i was on the roof we gotta go back yeah Man. he's just sitting here just dying just <laughs> on the roof just sun bleached just <laughs> literally dead 135 degrees out here he's just chilling coming down from the bender of his life <laughs> yeah no yeah. water no just vibes not a pedialyte <laughs> not an advil in sight this man not is a mountain dew rise we seen <laughs> Like there's no way, no way that he'd be able to like stand up at his wedding. He'd be like, "Oh, we gotta go to the hospital." This man is dying. This man is done. (laughs) Wheeling a corpse down the aisle. Oh, he needs an IV. He needs a stomach pump. He needs an IV. (laughs) That Vegas son is no joke. That Vegas son is no joke. That guy would have been definitely on life support. No, he would have been. That Vegas son is no joke. (laughs) <laughs> they would have found him and he, they would have found him and he would have crevices in his body just from how dry it was i i do like that they give him a little bit at the end where like uh where bradley cooper is just kind of all right guys we gotta we actually gotta get rolling you're actually kind of taking her it's like you fucking asshole <laughs> but on this roof for two fucking days yeah that was it was like actually you're kind of wasting time like shut up <laughs> Oh my God. All right. We're going to do uh, 
best movie cameos right after this ad break from Apollo Houston. I'll be right back. Derek Tiege, Royden Dex, best celebrity movie or just movie cameos. Derek Tiege, Royden Dex. All right, Derek. Well, the celebrity started... has to be playing themselves. They cannot be playing a character. They have to Wait. be them. They have to be Wait, playing what? themselves. No. That takes out that Mike. The, yes, the whole point is Mike Tyson is in this movie not as an actor. He's literally Mike Tyson. Oh and God, that's the draft that narrows they this have down. To be that ruins. Every. You can't just pick Matt Damon showing up in Deadpool because he's not mad because he's not playing Matt Damon. He's just that is Matt Damon showing up in Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, he is literally. <laughs> God damn it! All right. Well, there goes Brad Pitt and Deadpool two for me. <laughs> but, All right. God damn. This shit. is gonna okay. be a hard Google. Holy shit! Uh, no, nah, bro, well, it's actually this is easy. easy. I'm looking. This at is easy right as hell. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, Mr. Five seconds ago, you were like, I am not winning this draft. This and then now it's easy. easy fucking Google. I win, I win a lot of drafts. This is not one of the ones that I'm winning. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I guess my first pick is gonna be Bill Murray in Zombieland. That is a yeah, great pick. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's a great that's one. really good pick. I I have that I is a fucking Zombieland. amazing pick. Yes, I haven't seen Zombieland in a little bit, but I remember that part specifically being so funny because it was just like Bill Murray just being like yeah, I disguised myself as a zombie, you know, just like <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and then they shoot and kill him. <laughs> and they kill him. And he has the most prolonged death scene I've ever seen. Just like, well, you know, I was going to die. <laughs> he's, just, he's just being Bill Murray. And it's very funny. Um, and the just <laughs> the fact that they shoot him <laughs> and kill him is so great. That's a very um, funny... Also- bit where they, he's like just don't worry about it man it happens <laughs> he's like i get Bill it is one of the like, funniest people on the planet he comes into a zombie movie to play himself how can that not be good and of course it's fucking incredible we love bill murray shout out to bill yep. yep also the day he's like ah. <laughs> and he it keeps on going and then and then he crack he goes i'm sorry it gets me every time <laughs> all right teach uh, this is an easy choice for me. I'm picking John Malkovich and being John Malkovich because quite literally the greatest movie of all time. Well, not really, but I love this film. John Malkovich is amazing. I love him and everything. I just fucking love this film and I love his performance in this film. What a weird fucking movie that he was like, sure, let's do this. And it's great. And everybody should see being John Malkovich. Uh, is that movie about John Malkovich? It no, it's a, it's it's actually about a, have, wait. Have you never seen this film? I've, I've seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, it's not about John Malkovich. Actually, somebody uh, the a main character finds like a portal where when he goes to the portal, he gets to be John Malkovich. So it's, it's such really a weird about this concept character. for a movie. It's extremely weird, but it is fucking fire. I it's, love it. It's a great. It's film. Charlie Kaufman, right? Charlie Kaufman, yes. Yeah. Uh, if they couldn't have didn't I thought Spike Jones did that movie. No, it was Charlie Kaufman. Oh, I was going to say. Wait, uh, wait, was it? Was it Spike Jones? I can't remember now. No, because I remember whenever... Uh, Spike Jones? Her? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Oh, it is Spike Jones. It is yeah. Spike Jones. Spike Jones? Look at him. Her? What? Where the wild things are? It is Spike Jones. Um, no, you're, Charlie Kaufman did the uh, one with um, where he's the writer, where Nick Cage is the writer and he has a twin. Uh, what yeah. You, yeah. What you're thinking about? <laughs> I remember that. I could have sworn that was. 
No, Charlie Kaufman wrote, wrote it. Oh, that's, okay, what, that's what it is. I, I was going to say, I thought Charlie Kaufman was involved. Okay, he wrote Look it, you, but it's directed, it's directed by Spike Jones. I was going to say, how did I get that so wrong? But now I get it. I was going to say, I feel my world is being shaken right now. I don't know what to believe anymore. Um, all right. My, uh, you think if they couldn't have gotten John Malkovich for that, they would have, it was like being. It would have been being be Keanu Reeves or something. Yeah. Like, that. Yeah. <laughs> like whoever they could get, just fill in the blank here. Being Helen Mirren. <laughs> oh my God. Being Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> being James Vanderbeek. Being Will Smith. <laughs> Being James Vanderbeek is hilarious. All right. My uh, my one, since we're having to do people as themselves, I didn't know this was the one. All right. Still mad about this. Whatever. Uh, Channing Tatum as himself, and this is the end, uh, as, Danny Mc- really as Danny McBride's sex slave. <laughs> is He just shows up. He's like, he just shows up. He's like, he takes off his mask. So I fucking, what? He's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> oh, my God. If you haven't seen that movie, I think it ages better and better every single every single time because it's such a dumb concept that they're just like, we're all going to be ourselves, but not really. I'm like the, the Danny McBride period was a fun time to be into to TV and film. He was yeah. Danny McBride was good. He's still good, but he doesn't. I do need him to bring anymore. back righteous gemstones. I need it. It's, it's so coming. Good. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> that show is incredible. Like, I need more. All right, Dex, two picks. All right, so I'm gonna take Keanu Reeves and always be my baby. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Are we on the same list? <laughs> Probably. But that movie is hilarious because I love Ali Wong, and then like Keanu Reeves just showing up as Keanu Reeves. And Ali Wong being like, yeah, would. It's just incredible content for me. Uh, and then my other pick is going to be LeBron James and Trainwreck. Because yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like that movie otherwise is pretty terrible. But I was like, yo. LeBron is that James. a cameo or is he actually just like a, a character in that movie? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a character. But yeah, he was as like long the as only LeBron good James part of that counts. movie. He was LeBron James. <laughs> Yeah, because Amy Schumer's not funny, but LeBron James was. Funny how that works. Amy Schumer aggressively unfunny. That's true. <laughs> LeBron James could do train wreck, but Amy Schumer could not do Space Jam a new legacy. Let's talk about Facts. it. Let's take it there. Facts. Facts. Um, my next pick is Neil Patrick Harris in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yep. Uh, that is so funny because i believe at the time everyone knew he was gay but like him coming out and just being like i gotta get some i gotta get some pussy like where is like where is this he's like i'm sorry i stole your car so here's some money he's like dude can't believe you did that he's like yeah Wait, it was really fuck- my pick? who'd it was you really pick neil patrick harris and harold and kumar god damn it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody knew at the time he was gay. And so, but then him be like, I made some love stains in the back seat. So here's some money for that. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, he's a dude, I can't believe you did that. He's like, yeah, it was really fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I'm paying for your meal. It, it, he's, he's great in that. He's in all of it. He's in, I think he's in every single one it's of those films too. Yeah, they bring him back at all of them. Uh, awesome. All right. 
It's on me, I think. Yeah, Teach. Uh, I'm taking the legend Stanley and Mallrats. Obviously, Stanley has made a lot of cameos, but he never plays himself. But in Mallrats, he's actually Stanley. Uh, sure. And I love Mallrats. Uh, he's great in that cameo. Rest in peace to the legend Stanley. Facts. R.I.P. Hmm. <laughs> Gone too soon, kind of. He was so young. <laughs> he <had> so much... <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, uh, my turn. Two, okay. I'm gonna take take the legend David Hasselhoff and the SpongeBob SquarePants. Movie. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. How could you forget about the Hoff in the SpongeBob? Where his SquarePants chest movie? spreads apart, yes. <laughs> and he uses his pecs as like a a, pr- a propulsion device to launch SpongeBob and Patrick back into Bikini Bottom. I love that movie. Unironically, like still to this day, I think it's hilarious. It's so good, and just the addition of of david hasselhoff was so random i think i only knew david hasselhoff when i was a kid when i watched that movie because of america's got talent i didn't know him like from like baywatch or any or like night rider or anything like that but it was like my i was just that like, hamburger that drunk hamburger video on youtube i think i might have known him from <laughs> that but i was just like that's a sad man on tv yeah <laughs> but Big I was sad like, boy <laughs> i saw him and i said goals um <laughs> i knew who uh, he was but i had never like actually seen the yeah. stuff that he was in i was just like i just knew his name is david hasselhoff like yeah. you oh, hear about God. him you make like, me feel so that was definitely uh, for was. that was definitely for all the the parents that had to go sit to that movie for them to be like yeah ah. I said, Hi. oh shit, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> before there were before I was old enough to find porn or watch porn because the internet wasn't really <laughs> there was very much there was there was SpongeBob SquarePants. There was David Hasselhoff and SpongeBob. You watched that scene of his of his chest spreading open over and over again. He said, "Well, this is a secret mouse tool that's going to help me later." You burned out. You burned out. I found out something about myself watching SpongeBob that I didn't know. Achievement unlocked questioning <laughs> question <laughs> um that yeah baywatch is one of those things where a lot of people found out a lot of things about themselves in the early 80s oh, i learned some stuff about myself too um All right, derek and then second my second uh my third, third. Pick, i guess uh is kareem abdul jabbar in airplane yeah, yeah. Uh, as himself. So, hey you're <laughs> kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> yes i <laughs> I recently watched, I think I watched Airplane during the pandemic because I was like, I've never seen this movie. So fucking funny. It's still really funny. It's still so funny. And just like, just the random addition of like, hey, you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's like, no, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, my dad says, my dad says that you uh, you don't play any defense because you're so stuck about yes. scoring offense. Listen, kid, tell your dad if he had to, if he had to drag if he had to drag Walton up and down the court for thirty minutes, he'd come and talk to me. I like I think that's one of like the best comedy movies ever written. Um, it's so fucking funny, uh, and just his addition is great. So that's my third pick. Roger, Roger, what's your vector, Victor? Yeah, listen, kid. You tell your dad if he had to drag Walton and beer up and down the court. Just so fucking funny. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the God Himself, uh, Steve Carell, knocked up uh, when he did yeah. on the red carpet, <laughs> and she calls him an asshole. 
that woman sucks and she hates that film and that film is awesome so i don't like Catherine Hegel, but i really like that moment between her and steve carell because steve carell is hilarious so, uh notoriously fun to work with Catherine heigl exactly I heard she everyone loves hollywood darling <laughs> everyone loves Catherine heigl she doesn't um, take herself seriously at all. Thursdays on CBS. <laughs> Every, <everywhere laughs> loves you might have you might have invented a million dollar idea. Right uh, coming soon to Apple TV Plus. Everyone loves Catherine Eichel. <laughs> um, my my next pick is uh, Donald <laughs> Donald Trump in uh, Home Alone Two. How dare oh you? I'm kidding. I'm not taking. I'm not taking. <laughs> Oh, I just wanted to get that out there before I scrolled past. <laughs> That's a hard oh. stance for the one take pod. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> he was our president. We're getting canceled. We're getting canceled. Oh no! Just, no, the 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 fact Roy that we previously stated if he if we ever get canceled, he's gonna mean it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't mean this, um, but it is crazy that like a bunch of people in Middle America they were like that dude from Home Alone too. I might make him my president. I anyway. saw him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Good lord. Almighty. I love The Apprentice. Um, my uh, my my actual one is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and Jay, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back as a Goodwill nice. hunting hunting season. Yes. Where they go? <laughs> where they go? It's hunting season. They blow a guy away with a shotgun, and Gus Van Zant is sitting back in the back in the corner counting his money. It's so fucking funny. Uh, so yeah, that is my. Since we can't do Matt Damon, the cameo god, he just he'll just do anything. Yeah, Low he'll key. just show up on your set for a day and pop up in your movie and and leave. I love that I, about like. Him. I will say I had some of the best cameos on this list until we Euro had trip. A stupid stipulation about <laughs> like they have to be playing themselves. Yeah, him and Eurotrip showing up and singing Scotty Doesn't Know is very Oh, funny. that's right. That's... Few people enjoy being famous like Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, I think he really gets a kick out of it. All right, uh, Dex, two picks. So I'm going to take Margot Robbie in the big short. Oh, yeah. Stopping, stopping the movie to be like, I'm Margot Robbie and I'm hot. I'm going to explain to you this scam. That's Let happening. me explain to you this financial scam that I'm also going to look incredible the whole time. Yeah. Margot and Robbie learned, in a bubble bath. And we learned something. I and really she's really in a bubble bath. Like, how can you not? <laughs> and I'm also going to take uh, just Miles Teller and Project X. I'm just going to the liquor store and being like, yo, you're Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you Miles Teller? The actor, trained <laughs> yeah. Hollywood actor Miles Teller, and then he pulls up to a high school party in a in a party bus, like for no reason. So Sleep yeah, ball. those are my picks: Margot Look, Robbie and Miles Teller. That's very funny, actually. The Miles Teller is just they didn't even give a shit to change his name. Aren't you Miles Teller? They go, holy shit, it's Miles Teller. That is a line in the movie, and he's just like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> Don't mind me at this guess. Oh my god, that movie's so bad. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my next pick is is legitimately, and I actually am serious about this one. Michael Jackson in uh, Men in Black Two as Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes, it's very funny just to for him just to be an alien. They're just like they just make him an alien. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that the joke is very funny, and the fact that he did it 
after all the surgery and everything else is it's crazy. It's crazy that they got Michael Jackson in mm-hmm. Men in Black 2. I have just completely memory hold this. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Look it up. It's just Michael I Jackson. To, I used to love Men in Black, like it the happened. whole series as a child. I just completely memory hold it. <laughs> it's shocking to see Michael just, he just shows up. There's nothing that we as Americans love more than to see our superstars make fun of themselves. Every time yeah. Drake goes on the SBs and makes fun of himself, people are literally fainting on the TV screen. Oh my God, Drake has such a great sense of humor. We just like to see them make fun of themselves because we feel yeah. like they all take themselves very seriously, which they might, but you show up on screen for 10 seconds to make fun of yourself and we'll love you. We just need to see Beyonce show up on in someone's comedy and let them just completely roast Beyonce for like five minutes and she she'll will never become even it. more popular. She'll never, she'll do, never, do, it. never do it, but she, and she should. doesn't fucking have to. It would be she... hilarious. I just want her, I want her to show up on SNL as Maya Rudolph is doing Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> I just want her to walk on stage and like she has to, Beyonce, we want you to make fun of yourself. I know that you watch this podcast, Beyonce, religiously. Please make fun of yourself. We love you. I would love to see it. Beyonce she, listens to this as soon as she gets the Apple podcast notification that we're mm-hmm, live. That's true. Like, and if and so, any of you that are not doing the same are going against the uh, religion of Beyonce. So you should be. She said, Jay, Blue, the, the one take pod opened up uh, to, the new, to the new episode. You will not believe the shit and piss jokes they make in this one, Jay. <laughs> and then Jay's like, Chaboy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. I'm gonna go back. Uh, also, I know because it's early where I am. Thank God it's only eight o'clock where I am. Uh, because Ryan brought this movie up, brought it back to my consciousness. I'm gonna watch This Is the End tonight. It's a great film. But I'm going to pick another person in this film. Obviously, everybody in that film plays himself. But I'm taking Michael Sarah in this. He <laughs> was incredible. Shout out to Michael Sarah, the God. He was such a sleaze ball. Incredible content. I love Michael Sarah, and he died in a pretty horrendous way that was amazing i love michael sarah that's, who that's stole my fucking phone who my fucking phone <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 like doing cocaine and getting a blowjob in the bathroom he's like well hey jay so nice to see you <laughs> and he blows cocaine in mclovin's face and he's just like, what the fuck is that it's cocaine cocaine yeah I have to watch this at the end again. It's been too oh long. my god! I used to love that fucking movie. One of long the live Danny ever. McBride. Long live Danny McBride. That guy has given us some incredible content. Dude, Shout Jonah Hill with the gun. That had a chokehold on like, my college group of friends. Like, we said that shit every fucking day. <laughs> I I will thank Danny McBride every day for what he has done to revitalize the Halloween franchise. So. <laughs> all i can ask for the funniest Uh, thing in that is he just after the demon scene so something not so great happened last night so something (laughs) not so something not so chill happened last night how has nobody Uh, drafted the entire like in sync group (laughs) or why do you say that no i'm kidding um the power of christ compels you oh does it oh does it jay (laughs) does the power of of christ compel me (laughs) let me let me tell you something it's not that compelling um my turn yep all right i'm closing us out with a real banger y'all um kevin garnett and uncut gems yes <laughs> hell yes <laughs> that should have been the first pick I'm why would you so, show me something if i can't have it why would you show it to me i thought i, I was it. going to win this draft i don't think i won anymore that's a great pick kevin garnett is fucking incredible in that film that movie is so good 
but like oh, that, I, that, that movie gives me heart palpitations just I thinking have about never, it. I, I never, love it. As a person that suffers with anxiety, I have never been more anxious in a movie. And like literally at the last 15 minutes, I was like, I need to leave. I need to leave right now. Or I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm going to have an anxiety attack right here in this movie theater. We watched that during the, the height of shutdown. And to, oh, that wow. to add to that anxiety is not great. No, that's not Jim's episode. <laughs> I I saw that movie the day the day uh, the, the day after Christmas, and I was like, "What better way to celebrate the holidays than with pure Jewish stress?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> I saw that movie with I saw the movie with my little brother, who's nine years younger than me. He's seventeen, so like we did un, we did Little Women and Uncut Gems back to back because they came out like at the what same time. Those, those are two very yeah. different movies. I would they not pair those out, together. They came out at the same time. I had the AMC A list. I was like, "Fuck it, we just going." I got like, two free movies. Yeah, we just going. And so, so we saw those movies back to back. He was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, <laughs> was it Little Women? With a, was it Little Women with an Uncut Gems chaser or Uncut Gems with a Little Women chaser? It was yeah, Little Women question. and then Uncut Gems. God oh. damn, <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> man that's a horrible twosome of films so we're just like oh my god amy march look at her go and then we get to like the we get to okay Jim, we're just like what the fuck is wrong with adam sandler why is he doing this stop you, this madness you went from watching florence Pugh dress like she lived in the what the 40s is when that movie takes place and then you immediately went to julia the, 18, the 1840s the 1840s <laughs> And then you went immediately to Julia Fox's ass, just taking up the entire screen and fucking the weekend in the bathroom. You watch yeah. these movies in the same night. Oh, that could have been a cameo fucking... too. Weekend is the weekend. Is the just weekend is right. the weekend. Damn it. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Me and oh, my no. teenage brother just fucking sitting there, just stressed out, watching Adam Sandler take I'm out the sorry, garbage. Bro, no, like, oh my God. Teach killed yeah. a dog. No. Yeah, one of my dogs was like next to my chair and I rolled and he was not into it. He was not into that at all. I did not yeah, know you went, you went from watching Florence Pugh frown. She, <laughs> <Yeah>. she <just> went, <laughs> to, to Adam Sandler try to get his dick wet. Like that's, yeah, to, that's... to Adam Sandler texting his girlfriend, <laughs> I'm gonna come. Like holy <laughs> shit, I'm gonna come. Or, or, like, or like texting her, like, are you wet or something like something awful? Good lord, that movie this is how I wish. <laughs> the 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 worst part of that movie is when it's it just it's literally him taking out the trash. And yeah. then, and then nothing happens. Where you're just like, oh, like he's gonna get. Shot. I was that this stressed is, for nothing. I thought yeah. that he was gonna get shot. <laughs> mm. I, yeah, I have I no say, idea how long you've been in this movie theater, but like Adam Sandler is taking out the trash and like this is where this movie is. He's getting shot. It's over. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I, like the fact that Adam Sandler got nothing for that movie is the biggest disgrace on the Oscars. Yeah, he didn't even get nominated. Got Love no, that like film. Uncut Gems got they nothing. Got, they disrespected him. That that's my favorite bit that he's ever said. He's like, if I don't get nominated for Uncut Gems, I'm just gonna make the worst movie ever. And I think that's how we got Hubie Halloween. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, whatever. I don't need an Oscar because I got like an 18 picture deal with Netflix, so like it doesn't really matter. He said, I don't but, need an Oscar. Have you seen Grown Ups too? Yeah. Have you seen Jack and, <laughs> Jack and Jill? Jack and Have you seen Jack and Jill? I literally two and three now. Thanks, literally, thanks, guys. Thanks a literal Academy. zero on like I are on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Jack none of you took Al Pacino and Jack and Jill. God, How dare you? Yeah, Dunk. because I memory hold that movie. I said, <laughs> I said, Dunkachino. 
<laughs> that's trauma is what that is dom Cacino, holy shit why uh oh, wait uh there was another one i didn't take uh steve Buckkiss, i think is his name is in kicking and screaming that will ferrell soccer movie oh no it wasn't oh. it, it was um it was it was the Dickens? coach of the it was Mike Ditka the coach of yeah, the Mike the, Ditka That's the coach what... of the Bears is he called him Juice Box Man. I I know your podcast <laughs> is full of uh, sports fans. I want to apologize to anyone that that is you stands should. Mike you, Ditka. You you did like you did like Dick Butt Kiss and like <laughs> <laughs> ass Dick. <laughs> no, that's a literal guy's name, by the way. Alan Dick, Dick Butt is a real butt? name, but. Dick Butkus is a literal football player coach's name like that not made up but Mike Dick is very funny in that he just they calls him he calls a hall of fame coach jukes box boy <laughs> and, like, and like literally wave um, I went to an Airbnb in Chicago and they had a, like, a painting of Dick Buckus hanging in the kitchen and we were all just like what the fuck is wrong with y'all like, I thought these were I thought we were joking I thought everyone was telling Dick Buckus jokes Y'all are dead ass. We were joking. <laughs> it's a very funny joke. It's even wrote joke. it down. It's a great joke, even. Uh, my another one that we missed: uh, Chuck Norris and Dodgeball. Yeah. He just gives a thumbs up. Oh, that's right. Just a thumbs up. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Fuck you, Chuck Norris. Um, yeah. So that is that is all those cameos. Uh, of course, there is there is a thousand more by what well, Matt Damon alone. Yeah, uh, just I'm still mad about Brad Pitt and Deadpool too. That was like that was my that was my silver bullet. I was like, I'm gonna get him. What what an incredible moment sitting in that theater and seeing Brad Pitt come down and go against the little uh, electric wires. You see that Brad Pitt. That was so cool. Uh, Brad, Brad Pitt's in the MCU now. That's uh, canon. <laughs> yeah, it is canon. Uh, Johnny Depp in Twenty One Jump Street. Yep, I had that one. Yep. Uh, I also had, had Stanley's final cameo in Avengers Endgame. Tom Cruise, for, yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder. I don't know if it counts oh. as a cameo, but Matt Damon showing up at Interstellar and everyone just being like, holy shit, it's Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. He does that in these movies where he's just like, I'm going to come Matt in and Damon just hangs out near movie sets and just goes, what are y'all filming today? Oh, I'll be in that. Just just write me in. Okay, I'll, I'll in just that. be a space bad guy for five <laughs> minutes. An absolute space villain. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's so theme. because he does it where it's like he won't even be on the credits and then just all of a sudden it's yeah. just like because he's famous he'll be like fucking matt damon yeah what the and he's fuck? done it 15 times now <laughs> he keeps Kane. doing it he loves it Shows not only where Ragnarok, well not like, only yeah. that i was gonna say not only that where he's like playing like a bit like he's doing a joke but like where he'll actually be a character that drives the story along <laughs> and it's just like why what what is <laughs> have a bigger role what are you doing you're being on the credits <laughs> so yeah that is all of our uh stuff derek we're gonna wrap up here tell us uh where can they can find your musings tweets sure spoken um, word yeah, my spoken word album. Okay. Um, yeah. My spoken word uh, word album, Riggle Tony, is available. Oh my on, god. Uh, <laughs> um, oh god. <laughs> Incredible. This is my legacy. Um, Riggle. No. Uh, my Twitter account, my Instagram is at Derek Fultz. Uh, you can follow both of those. I'm 
I'm private right now, which is not very fun. Uh, I'm missing that sweet dopamine hit every time someone retweets a tweet of mine. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, that's about it, really. Uh, I'm not doing much of the, much of anything these days. Uh, so have me on as much as you want. My schedule's free. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, you can find us at the One Take Pod. It's number one take pod on all of your streaming platform or all of your social media platforms. It's the one take podcast on all of your streaming platforms, anywhere you get your podcast. You can also follow us at Apollo H O U. You can go to Apollo H O U.com to get all the dopest Houston merch. Use promo code one take pod. Is it one take pod? Yeah. One take pod. One take pod. Yeah. yeah to get uh, 10% off all of the dopest Houston merch. Uh, thank you so much to everyone that watches us on our YouTube stream. You can also find us there as well as uh, Apollo HOU on Twitch. So go follow all of those accounts. But yeah, go follow, go subscribe to our YouTube account. You can get this episode as it airs live and uncut. And then you can get the just literal uncut version like 15 days later, whenever I write uncut gem. Yeah, the, the uncut the, gym. The uncut gym. Starring uh, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> These gyms, baby, they're uncut. Dave. <laughs> oh God, somewhere there's a Rob Riggle uncut gyms joke. I'm just you gotta my gyms gotta, uncut. Yeah, we got my, 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 <laughs> my knives. My knives. Squid. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, my mask, midnight. <laughs> All right, we're ending this. Dex. My wriggle, robbed. <laughs> In the pod, Dex, who are we supporting? We hashtag support Flores Pew at all times. It doesn't matter what she's doing on what platform. If Just search Florence Pew on every single streaming platform that you subscribe to. You'll find something. It'll be great. That's just how it works. Hashtag tweet, support Florence Pew. Tweet at her to break up with Zach Braff, please. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we definitely need that. I I got into I a little bit of trouble. Such a such a breakup. I got into a little bit of trouble this week talking about Angela, don't, Angelina Jolie in the weekend because I apparently have some like double standard that doesn't exist. Ageism. And, yeah, ah. let me just uh, let me just reaffirm that I hate when men date younger too, and then he Zach Braff and Florence Pugh to break up. So, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about here. Too. People got weird about that for you. <laughs> that's what it is. Like all jokes, and people were like, "Well, actually," and they're like, "Shut up! It's weird. It's well, weird." Thirty years ago, when you weren't alive and Brad Pitt was dating someone younger, you weren't complaining. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> One Twitter, right? I was barely a twinkle in my mother's eye. <laughs> like. Oh my god. Didn't have an opinion, bitch. <laughs> anyway, yeah, support Florence Pugh. We're out. Time is precious, I look at my cardio yeah, out of control. Just like my mind when I'm going, the women, the shorties know nothing about clothes. No stopping at my Pirelli's on. Unlike my jewelry, that's always on. I know the storm is coming, my pockets keep telling me it's gonna shower. Call up my homies, it's on and popping the night, cause it's meant to be hours. We keep on fade away, shot, cause we ballin' this patna patron every